Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, feeling real, too real from Junior here at your service. And it is NBA playoff time. Yes. Yes. We are here finally through a 82-game season. It is time for the playing games. We're getting the first round started this weekend. No recap. We did futures last episode, so we got a couple of futures we're sitting on, but now it's time to talk the play-in games for Tuesday. I plan on making this another quick pod. It's two games today. I don't really have a lot, a lot I love, but we'll talk about them, and we'll discuss them and what's going on just a little bit, but uh, let, let's just kick it off with the first game, and that's the Atlanta Hawks versus the Miami Heat. Heat are laying five at home. 228 is the total. That's come up half a point from 227 and a half. Uh, whoa, where is my injury report go? I just had it. All right, let's try to pull that back up. And uh, here we go. All right, injury report for these two teams, and we have nothing for the Atlanta Hawks, so it's like everybody's ready to go. And for the Miami Heat, Max Struess is probable. Kyle Lowry is questionable. Other than that, that's about it. So, I mean, the first instinct here is the Heat are favorites at home. We don't ever trust the Heat as favorites at home, but that's a, it, it's a little different. It's different when it's playoff time. I, I understand that, that that's really a regular season trend for me. I don't really put too, too much stock into it when it gets to playoff time because there's going to be different times that the Heat are favorite and they're going to cover as favorites. Like they're, I, I don't think that that's a, a trend that you really want to look at for the playoffs. Everything is different in the playoffs. The playoffs is completely different than the regular season. You, you're fighting for your lives here. However, I still kind of lean Atlanta in this spot just because. I think that, one, the Heat have been slightly overrated, but it just seems like the script for the Miami Heat this season is playing from behind and really trying to battle back and win these games in the fourth quarter off off of the back of Jimmy Butler. Like, Jimmy Butler is not going to let this team lose, and he's pretty committed to that. So much so that he's talking to the media like everybody has zero faith in the Heat, and granted, I don't have a lot of faith in the Heat, but that's not the media as a whole. I don't think so. So, I mean, he's trying to play himself as they got their backs against the wall. Everybody thinks that other teams are going to roll over him. Like, you're a five-point favorite at home, my guy. You've been a favorite at home a lot this season. You just haven't been able to to be at that spot. So, I, I lean Atlanta. I do lean Atlanta. I think that what the X factors for me are Sadiq Bey and Bogdan Bogdanovich coming off the bench and being able to add to that scoring workload. Like those are two forty percent from three guys that can really, really add another level of scoring off the bench that I'm not 100% certain that the Heat have there. And if they do, it's not necessarily consistent. Like, you know, all the regular players, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, but like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, while they're very, very good role players and not taking anything away from those guys, but sometimes they can be a little up and down. And then you're throwing Kevin Love, like what's going to be the Kevin Love contribution in this game? 
uh, Martin coming off the bench. But, like, I know coming off the bench, I have two solid scorers in Sadiq Bey and Bogdan Bovanovich. Bogdanovich, sorry, that they have to really, really account for here. And then I'm looking at Okongwu, who I think now that Nas Reed is out, do we got to start putting him in the conversation of one of the top backup centers in the game. Like defensively, he's really hit another mode to the point where I think I can sit here and say that they have – another guy on defense that I think can affect the game. And so I should see him getting a lot of minutes here, him being able to affect shots and actually playing in crunch time to help add another defensive workload to this team. So I kind of like the, I do kind of like the Hawks here, but nothing that I want to bet. I don't want to bet the Hawks on the road. Uh, I don't trust Lang five with the heat. I think the heat do win. I don't trust Lang five. Actually, now that I kind of think about it, Let's get a little player performance double going on here. I feel confident about that. I wasn't going to add that play. That was definitely not the play I was about to talk about. But to Miami to win. Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler, 25 plus points. Miami to win, plus 108. I like that. I'm not mad at that. I think that's solid. Plus 108. I think that's solid. That's a solid bet. Let's add that to the card because I do think Miami wins. I just don't think they win by margin. I think that they're going to have to scratch and claw and come back from this game. And Jimmy Butler is going to be the reason for that. Whatever Jimmy Butler's points prop is at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I'm very liable to just bet the over because he's going to have a huge fourth quarter. So I like that. We'll add that to the card. I like the under 228. I think this is a, I think this is more of a slow paced defensive game on both sides. I think, both sides have made better strides defensively. I'm not going to say that they're good defensive teams. Like, come on, they're seven and eight seeds for a reason. But they made a lot better strides defensively. And I think that this can be that type of playoff atmosphere in Miami tonight where it's a slower-paced game between these two teams that, uh, you know, you're playing out of the half court a lot of the times. One missed shot is a rebound, and the other team is taking the ball into their own half-court set. It's very, very slow-paced you know, decent shooting type of game. So I'm, I'm leaning to the under. I see some sharp money on the under as well coming in. So I'm I'm, a, I'm on the under for this one. Take the under 228. Let's talk about the next game on the slate, and that is the Minnesota Timberwolves going to play the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers are laying eight and a half. 233 is the total. That's come up a, a nice bit of jump. For injury report for these two teams, Carl Anthony Towns is questionable. He's playing. Just he's playing. Rudy Gobert is suspended because of the fight. <laughs> uh, because he punched, we'll call it a punch. He attempted to punch Kyle Anderson. And so he's been suspended by the team. Jalen Noel is on track to be available. That is big. That is really, really big. I'll talk about that in a second. Luca Garza is out. That's interesting because. Now they don't have another center outside of Carl Anthony Towns, and we know he's not really looking to play inside of the paint. So that's going to be interesting and in seeing what kind of depth they have in the front court. And then we know Jake Dams, who broke his hand, he's out, and Nas Reed, who uh, broke his wrist a while ago, he's out. For the Lakers, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, all probable. They're all going to play. Just going to let you know that. 
they have uh, Dennis Schroeder is not on an injury report with that Achilles injury he's playing. So there's a lot to unpack here. And I think it starts with the fact that Jalen Noel adds another score off the bench. So this kind of makes me feel better about where I'm at in these plays today in this game. Because Jalen Noel adds another scorer off the bench. This is a guy that can actually create his own shot. And so if he can get going and kind of keep that bench unit afloat, then I like the chances of Minnesota keeping this one close. I don't think I want to bet it, though. But I do like Minnesota eight and a half. I just think that's too many points for the Lakers to cover in this playing game. And now we can cue the conspiracy music, but do the Lakers even want to win this game? Like, honestly, I I would, if I'm the Lakers, I would rather see Denver than see Memphis. I think Memphis is a hungry, hungry basketball team. A hungry, hungry basketball team that is loaded. We, I don't know what's going on with Steven Adams. and But if Steven Adams miraculously makes a return for the first round, that's just going to add you know, the dominance that they had earlier in the season on the offensive rebounds and offensive glass and the rebounding and glass and all the best stuff. And I, I wouldn't want to see Memphis. I think I would want to see Denver, but I'm not the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers are like, I don't want to chance it. I just want to go win the game and go on to, and know that I'm in the playoffs. So I kind of like Minnesota plus eight and a half, but I'm not adding that to the card. I really, really want to play this over. I haven't gotten there yet. I might get there before game time. I'm really, really interested in the over. Jalen Noel really, really helped me be interested in the over. And the fact that, all right, I feel like I have another score, you know, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, especially coming off the bench. You're going to see a lot of Jalen Noel. It's going to be some uh i think Nikhil alexander is still playing is he still playing on on this team right now yeah so Nikhil alexander is going to be coming out there he eh, you know it's up and down but that's another person that I, I i feel like offensively is okay you know you might see some austin rivers but it's really that's really what's kind of pushing me away from the over is that I have Jalen Noel that I know can be a scorer off the bench for for Minnesota, but who else? Who else is going to help offset that scoring and keep me, you know, points on the board during the whole duration of the game, not just when the starters are in? Now, I expect the starters to play a lot in this game, but as long as it doesn't get out of hand, if it gets out of hand, then I think Minnesota does pack it in and just say, all right, let's go get ready to host uh, the second playing game. So... Slight lean to the over. Kind of lean Minnesota still. Maybe Lakers early. I might end up playing like a Lakers first quarter or something like that. But I don't know. Here's the play that I love. And that's going to be Carl Anthony Towns points over. And that's, I mean, Anthony Davis wants no smoke. (laughs) Anthony Davis doesn't want to play anybody the same size as him. 
Anthony Davis does not. He ducks the center smoke. He talks about how he ducks the center smoke all the time, all the time, how he, he does not want to play that position. And so it's like, are you going to put Vanderbilt on him? I don't know. But if we look at Cat in his last – well, let me get to pull up the number for the points prop. So his points prop is currently sitting at – last night I saw it at 23.5, and it's still sitting there at 23.5. It's a little more juice to it now, minus 120. It looks like some people are probably uh, hammering his over tonight. But I'm looking at his last few games against the Lakers. He's got 23 and 8, 21 and 8, 30 and 8, 28 and 10. 29 and 7, 29 and 6. Like he's he's around that number. He's gone over in four of the last six. Rebounds is actually interesting as well. Uh, but he's his rebounds without Rudy Gobert is at 10 and a half. So I'm really I, I don't know if I want to play that. He probably gets there, but I don't, I don't know if I want to play that. But I feel comfortable about his points because he's going to need and he's been willing like since he's come back he's been willing to step up and be the guy and that's a different Carl Anthony Towns that I don't think we've seen and and it's really because of the injury to Anthony Edwards and that Anthony Edwards cannot do it himself you know so I think that Cat is a very very good play here uh I really like Kyle Anderson today as well And just the fact that, you know, no Rudy Gobert, he's going to get extended minutes. He's going to be hanging around the rim, fighting for rebounds. He's always really, really aggressive. What's a rebounds and assists for Kyle Anderson today? I think that's a pretty solid play. 13 and a half. Yeah, I like that. Minus 125, 13 and a half rebound and assists for Kyle Anderson. I might add that to the card, but I know I'm adding his. Where can I get his? Man, they really, really cut Kyle Anderson props down. All right, double-double is 2-1. to one. I can play his 2-1 to double-double. You used to get these numbers at crazy. His triple-double is at 14-1. to one. I don't even think that's – I mean, he probably does get a triple-double, but that's not that's not where I wanted it to be at. But I like his double-double at 2-1. to one. I feel like that's pretty solid odds. So let's add that double-double to the card as well, 2-1 to one for Kyle Anderson. He's He's been a machine getting it done. When Rudy Gobert was out, he's been a facilitator, a very willing facilitator, and he's going to need to because they're going to be trying to play Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns on both sides and pick apart this Lakers defense that's been really good to the end of the season. So Kyle Anderson and, and Mike Conley are going to be the guys that's running the offense and kind of helping trying to facilitate the ball to those guys. So I like props in the second game a lot. And that's about four plays. I think we're pretty good with that there. So let's just recap. And we have Jimmy Butler, 25 plus, and Miami to win, plus 108. I'm sorry, plus 108. I like the under in that game, under 228 as well. I like Carl Anthony Towns, over 23 and a half points. I actually want to ladder that. So that's actually a ladder situation. And uh, because you can get his 25 plus at plus 105, you can get 30 plus at Three to one, you can get 35 plus at plus 850. I, I like that. I think Carl Anthony Towns has a day and kind of accepts the role as, you know, he accepts, accepts the role as the leader of the team and that he has to kind of will them in this game to make the, and keep this game close. So all I'm really hoping for is it doesn't get out of hand. 
if it gets out of hand and then they just start prepping for the next game, this is really going to kill us. But so I like Cat points ladder, and I like Kyle Anderson double double two to one. I think that that's really good odds, and I think he has a very good chance of getting there. Other than that, that's the Hardwood Culture Podcast. Everybody, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HW Culture Pod, and. I'm going to be trying to get the – I might be putting episodes out night before, day before. I'm going off to a conference this weekend, and so we'll we'll see. I'm definitely going to get the episode out. I'm just going to try to make sure I get it out in a timely fashion. I know I'm a little late with this one today, but appreciate everybody for listening. Please leave a review, 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 all of that. All of that really, really helps. And tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. I'm just going to end it like this. We are out of here.